Hello, podcast family. I'm your host, Ivarad, and welcome back to a new episode of Viral Thought. Thank you so much for coming back each week and making time to connect with me. So, in the numerous effort of humans to understand one's reasoning and how to deal with them, scientists have studied the human mind and habit for a while. They found different types and classified them into different categories. One of the findings is about the type of mindset which each individual expresses through his actions. Research have identified two types. We have the five love language and the five anger language. So, in this week's episode, we will be discussing both languages to help you understand and deal with each character, if I may say, in order to build a better bond. So, let's begin. Let's start with The Five Love Language. The best-selling book, The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman, have made it easier for many people to understand their loved ones and sharpen their relationship by interpreting their actual love language and treating them the way they like to be treated. And trust me, it made wonders. We all give and receive love in unique ways. But when our way of speaking love is different, our expression of affection passes right through without being seen or felt. A lot of us know that our loved ones truly love us. However, they just don't quite understand what we love and prefer in a relationship. Now, Gary Chapman theorized that each of these unhappy people had a dominant mode of experiencing love and wanted to experience it in that particular way. He also realized that those modes of emotional expression fell into five categories. Let's start with the first one. Number one, words of affirmation, meaning to be verbally acknowledged. Some people appreciate more the kind word of love and support that you offer them above all. They love to hear stuff like, I love you, I'm proud of you, you look great today, you are the best, and so on. Number two, acts of service, meaning to have their partners do tasks for them. This love language is based on daily routines of life making the bed, changing diapers, taking out the trash. They're not the glamorous gesture of romantic love, but for the person whose primary language is active service, they're the foundation of committed, mature love. Number three, receiving gifts, meaning to be given tokens of love. In nearly every culture around the world, Gift-giving is part of the love and marriage process. The person whose primary love language is receiving gifts will often place a high value on his or her ring, for example, perhaps never taking it off. Gift value is rarely an issue, which is great. You can buy, find, or make anything for your loved ones. 
It's the thoughtfulness and the intention behind the gesture that means the most. Number four, physical touch, meaning to be in contact via the body. People who prefer this type of language are mostly huggers. They like to be in contact with the people they love. In relationships, they like to hold hands and cuddle. However, that doesn't always mean they are sexual. Number five, quality time, meaning to enjoy companionship. By quality time, I mean giving someone your undivided attention. I don't mean sitting on the couch and watching television together, for example. Quality time is the time spent in real connection with the other person, making eye contact and practicing attentive listening to what he or she is saying. So guys, these are the five love language. I wanted to also share something Gary Chapman said in his book. Love is a decision, not a feeling. Therefore, making that decision daily and staying consistent in understanding will help any relationship flourish and once we learn the main love language of our partners, lovers, friends or children, we build a better foundation. guys if you're probably thinking of starting your own podcast now i can tell you firsthand that doing a podcast is one of the best decisions i have ever made whether you're looking for a new marketing channel have a message you want to share with the world or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show podcasting is an easy inexpensive and fun way to expand your reach online but if you don't know how to get started it can feel overwhelming Well, that's where Buzzsprout comes in. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Plus, they publish new blog posts, podcast episodes, and YouTube videos every week so you can learn the ins and outs of podcasting from the people that eat, drink, and breathe it. To start your own podcast and get $20 Amazon gift card, follow the link in the show note. This is to let Buzzsprout know that we sent you and help support our show. Today is a great day to start your own podcast with Buzzsprout. As amazing as the advices of Gary Chapman are, however, they are not enough. Even if someone knows that his or her partner's love language is, for example, words of affirmation, if the anger language is not addressed, what will be understood is why that person does not deserve those words. This topic was discussed in an article featured in the Health Journal by Mike Verano, a licensed therapist. He shared and talked about the five anger languages and their typical expression. Number one, righteous. 
commonly understood as I'm right, you're wrong. This one is driven by ego. Free from guilt or sin, this language can easily escalate to the point where all the past episodes of being wrong are thrown into the mix. All the bad things you've done return to the picture. Number two, indignation, commonly understood as how could you? He or she are always the victims inside their mental picture. They did not deserve what they received and so they feel displeasure and resentment. Number three, retribution, commonly understood as you'll pay for that. People with this anger language often express it by saying I don't forgive and I don't forget. The classic, an eye for an eye. Number 4. Distraction. Used in an attempt to avoid taking responsibility. It's the adult version of getting caught with one's hand in the cookie jar and then getting mad about never being trusted. Number 5. Justification. Commonly understood as you had it coming. This is the art of holding others responsible for our emotions and blaming them. So guys, many people avoid confronting them head on. And the primary reason for this avoidance is that the underlying emotion in all five is fear. Fear of being wrong. Fear of being taken advantage. Fear of not having control and fear of facing the truth or even fear of being seen weak. Whatever fear this anger reaction comes from, once you understand it, I guarantee you will understand how to handle your lover, partner, friends and children's anger better. we are seeking to build an intimate relationship, we need to know each other's desire. If we wish to love each other, we need to know what the other person wants. These languages are very helpful when it comes to pleasing and comforting a loved one, especially after an argument. As for the anger issue, try to control it and don't let your anger control you. If you are mad, don't say anything you regret. And if you can't say anything nice, just don't say it. Calm down and then do whatever you have to do. Now we arrive to the final section of my podcast, Coats of the Week. The first one is from an unknown source, and it says, Just because you're angry doesn't mean you have the right to be cruel. I always say that to people. When I'm angry, I walk away. However, other people who have anger management issues keep hurting others, either physically or psychologically with words. Both of them are abusive, and no one deserves to have to deal with them. The second one is from Gary Chapman, the author of the book 
the five love language. He said, Love is something you do for someone else, not something you do for yourself. Well, yes, love is an act of selflessness, and once you give or get an unconditional love, you discover that giving up something is no longer a sacrifice, but a source of happiness that shows through the person you love. Thank you for listening all the way through guys. I hope this week's podcast gave you some tips on how to better understand your loved ones in all stages of their emotions. Nevertheless, my last advice is reading the book. It's amazing. And anyways, it's a really nice way to explore human behavior and learn how to deal with it. Have a wonderful week, guys. And please don't forget to take a moment to review and rate this episode if you enjoy it. Feel free to share your comments on my Facebook or Instagram page, which is viralthought.lab. I'm always here and ready to assist. Thank you so much for being such awesome listeners and see you next week.